0: Well, good morning um, friends and family at ECF. Uh, this really has been an interesting week. I hope that you're all doing well, that you're taking your thoughts captive and remembering who is in control. This is a really difficult time for, for us in our church and people all over the world. I'm sure that there are so many millions of people who are really struggling out right now and wondering what is happening in this world. Perhaps so many I think in the world is just out of control and that it is a hopeless disaster. I guess if we take God out of the picture, it may seem that way. Where do we run to at a time like this? Many people go to Google. It has been said that people often go to Google before they go to God. In Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run to it and are safe. As believers, this is God's will for us, is that we run to our strong tower, to the Lord himself. But is this a guarantee that we will not get the virus, or maybe that it it won't be fatal for us? I don't believe so. But one thing we can be guaranteed of is, is that if we trust the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we can have a safety in this life, and in the life to come. We will be safe now on earth, and we will be safe in heaven. This morning, what I want to do is take us right into this tower, into one of the safe rooms of God's tower, the safe room of his knowledge. We find comfort and security as we dwell on God's attributes. And I want to show you the great comfort that we can have as God's people by knowing the Lord himself, by understanding who he is. And I'm going to focus particularly on the fact that God is a God of infinite knowledge. And I want us to see that God has his eye on this situation. He is in total control. And even more important, he's in control of your life and my life. But before we go there, I want us to read from Psalm 139. So if you have your Bibles with you, would you turn to Psalm 139, and we're going to look at the first six verses psalm 139 verse one for the chief musician a psalm of david O lord you have searched me and known me you know my sitting down and my rising up you understand my thought from afar you comprehend my path and my lying down you are acquainted with all my ways for there is not a word on my tongue But behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me in, behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. So this morning, what I want to do is look at three reasons why we can take comfort from God's infinite knowledge in this really difficult time. We can find comfort through this COVID-19 period because, first of all, God is genuinely sympathetic towards our troubles. When we say that God knows the sufferings of his children, this is far more than a factual knowledge. It means that he sympathizes. It means that he will act and that he will compensate. He will reward us in accordance with how we have responded to our trials. Recently, I've been thinking about how the Israelites were in Egypt for 430 years and how they must have felt at the end of that period. In the last part of that time in Egypt, there was extreme oppression. There was exploitation and grief. And then the Lord comes and he speaks to Moses at the burning bush. And he says these words. It's from Exodus chapter 3 verse 7. And the Lord said... I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. In the light of the current global pandemic, this has given me a fresh meaning as I looked at this particular verse. Here we see a threefold repetition of the same idea. We see that God sees god hears and he god knows and what the author moses is doing is he's showing us that he's expressing a genuine concern that god has for his people and that includes you and it includes me god is has a genuine concern for us hagar was the servant of sarah and in genesis chapter 16 We read about her and how she was chased out by her mistress. And there she's sitting by a well, um, she's pregnant, and she's desperate. The Lord appears to her and comforts her. And then Hagar responds in this way. She says, you are a God who sees. Jehovah El Roy. God is a God who comes to us, who sees our particular need. He knows what's going on right now. In our country and this world and in the lives of each one of us when we are desperate God is a God who sees when we have nowhere to turn God is a God of compassion probably the classic example of suffering in the Old Testament is the person of Job and I'm sure most of us know the story we know the account of what happened to Job how he lost his children he lost his his possessions he lost his health And his response was incredible such an example to us in chapter 1 verse 21 job says the lord gave and the lord has taken away blessed be the name of the lord job also proclaims a little later in the book in chapter 19 verse 25 he says i know that my redeemer lives but the most profound statement i want to draw attention to um, this morning is chapter 23, verse 10, where Job says, But he knows the way that I take, and when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. What an amazing thought. God knows the way we take. He knows your journey. He knows my journey. He knows your path and mine. Every challenge that comes to us is referred to as a test. Job says, When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Friends, we don't know if we will get the coronavirus, COVID-19, but perhaps things will get worse. I pray they won't, but how will we respond if they do? How will you respond if things really turn worse? I pray that you won't crumble, but I pray that by God's grace, you will pass God's test and that you too, like Job, will shine as gold. David, in his early years, had to flee from King Saul. King Saul became jealous of him, and David had to flee. I, I guess you know the accounts in the Psalms, how David writes about this in, in 1 Samuel. But eventually David became so tired of fleeing from Saul, that the struggle was just so much, that he decided he'd go and live in the land of the Philistines. He thought, well, Saul's not going to go there. Why would he go into the land of his enemies? And so David went and hoped that he would find refuge in, in the land of the Philistines. But he was very soon recognized, and he was taken to the Philistine king. There, David feigns insanity, and, but by God's grace, he was spared. And so in humiliation and sorrow, David leaves the land of the Philistines, and he goes back to the Judean wilderness, and he goes to a cave, the cave of Adalim. And he's kind of like in lockdown there. Saul doesn't want him. The Philistines don't want him. He was in a difficult stage. And he writes Psalm 56. This this psalm is called a lament. And verse 8 is precious. Listen to what David says. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? In ancient times, people would keep a little bottle to store their tears in. And mourners would store tears and what david is saying here is store my tears david's tears in your bottle god's bottle the idea is that god knows and records everything that we go through in life he knows all the struggles that we must endure weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning the apostle paul writes to the corinthians and says We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Friends, God keeps an accurate record of everyone's journey. He has a diary of your life. He knows what you are going through, and he will compensate in accordance with how we respond to the trials that come to us. It has been said it's not so important what happens to you in life, but how you respond to what happens to you. Because that's what God rewards us for. That's what he bases his evaluation on, is how do we respond to the innings that he gives us. We all have our different struggles. COVID-19 is not making it easier. We have financial difficulties, health challenges. There are challenges getting a job. And for many of us, our plans have been messed up. And life is hard. it's getting harder. But this morning I want to encourage you by reminding you that we can find comfort and help because God knows, God cares, he acts, and he promises to compensate. So this is what we've seen. We've seen that God genuinely is sympathetic towards our troubles. He not only knows, but he is sympathetic and he cares. Secondly, we can find comfort through COVID-19 because God will never overlook any of our needs. This past week, the shops have been crazy, haven't they? Maybe you've been in the shops and you've seen how people are piling their trolleys. And for some folk, it looks like they're shopping for a whole year, not just three weeks. The Bible tells us that God has all knowledge. He has all authority over the natural and the supernatural forces of this world. He knows exactly where this virus started. He's our creator. He's the only creator. So of course he knows. He knows where the virus is going next and where it will all end. He knows your personal needs. He knows what you're going to need through this difficult time as we go through COVID-19. Our Lord Jesus Christ taught us that God clothes the flowers. He knows when a sparrow falls, And he's telling us in this Matthew 6 passage not to worry about food and clothing and the necessities of life. Be prepared, but don't be anxious. Why? Jesus tells us. He says, your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. He knows that you need groceries. He knows that you need toilet paper and everything else, medical expenses, rent. The Lord knows. Martin Luther Um, had to go through a period kind of similar to ours. And he writes about the Black Death. And what he says, I found really helpful. He's writing over 500 years ago, but yet it is so helpful to our particular situation right now. This is what he says. I shall ask God mercifully to protect us. Then I shall fumigate, help purify the air, administer medicine and take it. I shall avoid places and persons where my presence is not needed in order not to become contaminated and thus perchance inflict and pollute others and so cause their death as a result of my negligence. If God could wish to take me, he will surely find me. And I have done what he has expected of me. And so I am not responsible for either my own death or the death of others. If my neighbor needs me, however, I shall not avoid place or person, but will freely go as stated above. See, this is such a God-fearing faith because it is neither brash nor foolhardy and does not tempt God. This is our reasonable response. We do what we can. We use our common sense. We wash our hands. We don't touch our face and all that we're being told to do. We pray for those who are busy with medical research, that they will come up with solutions. But ultimately, our hope is in God alone. Our hope is in our strong tower. We stand on his promises. We cast our cares upon him. Our heavenly father knows what we need. So what we've seen is that God is genuinely sympathetic towards our troubles He is a sovereign God. He is a God who ordains these things. But yes, he is also truly sympathetic to our cause right now. Secondly, we've seen that God never, never overlooks any of our needs if we are his children. Thirdly, we can find comfort through this COVID-19 period because God knows and loves us intimately. We all seek relationships. They're so important to us. Many people like to hobnob, you know, find friends who are rich and famous. But at the end of this life, these friendships mean nothing. There is only one important relationship. John tells us all about this relationship in John chapter 10, where we see that our Lord Jesus Christ is a good shepherd and we, his people, are likened to his sheep. In John 10 verse 3, he says, He calls his own sheep by name. What a special thought. The Lord calls us by name and he leads them out. He is our shepherd. He's leading us through this current difficult time. In verse 27 of John 10, Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. He said, I know them. What a special thought that is to us this morning. That our Lord knows us by name. He says, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Again, the Lord loves us so much. If we are his children, no one can snatch us from him. Not you, nor the devil, nor anyone. No one can snatch us from his hand. So friends, as we go through this valley and it may get darker for us, this valley that we're in right now, I find these words so comforting. It is so precious to me this morning to know that the Lord is my shepherd, that he is my father. He makes us his children when we trust the Lord Jesus Christ, when we come to him in faith, when we repent of our sins, acknowledging that we are lost sheep and that we have need of a savior. He makes us his children. But as many as received him, to them gave he the right to become the children of God. The Bible says he writes our names on the palm of his hand. He promises to listen to us. He promises to be near us. And he promises to lead us through this challenging time. And then the Lord also promises that he will take us to our eternal home in his perfect time, not a day early, not a day late nothing can thwart his plans so we have no need to fear yes we're in lockdown but we're not alone so where do most people run to solve their problems as i mentioned earlier many people google to try and find some answer to the challenge they're going through but jeremiah chapter 9 also tells us some of the things that people run to when they have challenges Jeremiah 9.23 says, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. There we see some false towers. Yes, they are towers, but they are weak towers. Man's wisdom, man's power, and riches. The Bible says riches have wings. And we've seen that in the last couple of weeks with the, the stock market crashing. Many people have lost so much. These are, these are weak towers, friends. Don't rely on these for safety. Man's wisdom, man's power and riches. But verse 24, the next verse says, But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me. This, friends, is a strong tower. This is where the righteous run. The Lord Jesus Christ is our strong tower. My prayer is I like, close this message is that the Lord will help all of us to find and take shelter in him. He is a strong tower that we might find shelter in the all-seeing and our all-knowing God. Shall we pray together? Our Father, we want to thank you so very much for this day. We thank you, Lord, for the fact that we can meet in this way. Though we are not together in a, in a building, yet We thank you that we are able to have church like this, this virtual church. We thank you, Lord, for the message from your word and how we are encouraged to know that you are a God who never leaves us, who never forsakes us. We thank you, Lord, that you care genuinely for each one of us, that you are compassionate, you are a God who is slow to anger, abounding in love, your steadfast love endures forever. We thank you, Lord, that you know and understand everyone who's listening to this message you know our different challenges you know the struggle we have in our own families and our loved ones maybe overseas who are sick and we've heard of some in our families and friends who have the coronavirus we pray for them we pray that you'll heal them and bring comfort to them lord you store our tears in a bottle you will one day compensate us the day of reward is coming help us to be faithful You've promised to provide for us we thank you so much that our God is able to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory we thank you that you know us by name and that you shepherd us we thank you Lord that you will lead us to green pastures and you will finally take us to our eternal home this morning we want to thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us how he paid the price for our sin he delivered us from darkness into the kingdom of His Son. We thank You, Lord, for the security that we have in His love. And Lord, today we want to pray for those who are really struggling. We pray for the nurses and doctors in our country and all around the world who are battling to keep up with their workload. We pray that You will give them strength. We pray that You will protect them from this virus as they come in close contact with people who have it. Lord, we pray that You will use this time to bring many to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. We pray also for our government that there will be wisdom in dealing with this kind of issue. Until Lord, today we approach your throne of grace with confidence so that we may find your mercy and grace in this time of need. We cast our cares upon you because we need you. We recognize our weakness and our inability to solve this disease. And like Jehoshaphat, we pray, Lord, we don't know what to do That our eyes are upon you. Lord, may you be glorified in this. May many come to Christ, and may you help each of us who know you to be people who are finding shelter in our strong tower. We thank you, Lord, for the help that you've given us so far, and we pray that you'll help us to trust you in the days ahead. In Jesus' name.